The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. It's a Wednesday, not a Tuesday, but still, it's time for the Rookie Report. This week and next week, we're going to be checking in on some of the rookies who we haven't talked about, starting with lottery picks who haven't gotten much run. Let's get right into it. Drop that motherfucking beat and should be Rihanna. just really haven't gotten there in terms of impressing us. We've spent a lot of time talking about the deep talent in the 2023 draft, uh, but I thought we'd check in on the first-rounders who haven't quite panned out yet. Um, It's pretty cool, by the way, that the first seven picks of the draft have all made an impact. Victor Weminyama, of course, Chet, they're at the top of the rookie of the year race. Brandon Miller, who I apologized to last Last week, last episode. Scoot Henderson, who people are throwing shade at, but I think he's been very impactful. The Thompson Twins and Bulal Kulabali, that's a solid-ass top seven. Um, But there are some lottery picks who haven't had a chance to shine yet. So let's check in on them, see what's happening, why they're not getting shine, why they're not getting run, etc. Let's talk about Jairus Walker. Jairus Walker was picked up by Indiana in the eighth spot, even though they had the seventh pick, because I think the Wizards ended up moving up to get Bilal and then traded with Indiana. He's only played in 18 games. He's averaged less than 10 minutes per game. So it's kind of not enough to tell us what we have in him. But there are very encouraging signs. Per 36 is 15, 6, and 4. That would look nice in a box score. But for me, it's his defense. His steals, two steals, one block per game. Three stocks, stocks, stocks per 36. That's what the Pacers really need. He's been told that he went to the G League so that he could get additional reps and not to feel bad about that because eventually this is going to be his team. They're not looking to trade him. They're not looking to move him. They just want him to develop as this team continues to grow. He's played less than 12 minutes in the last 15 games. The Pacers are going to be tightening the rotation down the stretch. So I don't think we're going to know what Jairus Walker is for another year. But I tell you what, he was really good in the summer league. I cannot wait to see what they have in him. Also, the Jazz took Taylor Hendricks with a ninth pick. For most of the season, Taylor Hendricks has been on a milk carton, largely because other people were in front of him uh, in the rotation, a.k.a. Kelly Olenek. He has been the Amelia Earhart of draft picks this year. However, 
when the Jazz moved the dead weight at the deadline, Will Hardy, Hardy said that Hendricks was going to play every game possible. And Will Hardy has delivered on his promise. Over the six games, he's averaged 20 minutes. And although his stat line isn't impressive, 6-5-1, he's been a negative one on average, which really isn't bad for a baby deer learning to run. So we're going to check in with Taylor Hendricks at the end of the season to see how he's progressed. Let's talk about Jet Howard, who goes to the Magic at 11. The season has been very strange for Jet Howard. I don't think the Magic even anticipated that Jalen Suggs was going to break out like he has. Jalen Suggs has been incredible. A lot of his planned minutes just poof, disappear, especially as fellow lottery pick Anthony Blacks immediately gelled, or like pretty immediately gelled with Suggs. He played just 13 games and four minutes on average when he sees the floor. With the backlog of guards in Orlando, I don't know that there's a future of him there. Maybe somebody wants to try and snag him because he's big, he's athletic, and he's the type of prototypical guard that the NBA is moving towards right now versus away. We haven't talked a ton about Grady Dick, who Toronto took in the 12th spot, but we did talk to Raptors beat reporter Samson Folk about him, and uh, the impression that I got six weeks ago was that Grady Dick is a work in progress. Between November 22nd and January 22nd, Grady Dick didn't see the floor. He has had some injury issues as well, but now he's in the rotation, and over the past 15 games, he's averaging 9-3-1, but his shooting splits are great. 50, 43, and 80, and that is what most people thought that he would be doing all year. Defensively, Cone. He's getting the kind of minutes, though, that we would expect him to get. He needs to develop in that defensive manner, especially on a Raptors team that cares about that. But he could very well be a starter in Toronto next year. And finally, at the tail end of the lottery, at 15, Kobe Bufkin went to Atlanta. No player in the lottery has played less than Kobe Bufkin, six total games. A lot of people were high on Kobe Bufkin, myself included, Michigan product. However, the Hawks called him up from the G League a week ago, and he's played three games since, averaging 10 minutes per game. And with Trey Young out at least a month, probably for the season, I expect Bufkin to get a little additional run, and we will have at least some idea of what we're looking at here with him. Next week, we'll check in on some rookies that we haven't talked about in the back half of the first round. That's all the time that we have for this mini episode of the Heat Check. Come back tomorrow for an all-new episode and check out the feed for past episodes and mini episodes which drop unexpectedly like a Miss Peaches video for you on your For You page. Do not forget to follow the Heat Check all season long. That means download. That means subscribe. That means tell all your friends. All of them. Even that DoorDash driver who unexpectedly just stops a half mile away from your house and sits there parked for 20 minutes while your food gets cold. Tell him, hey, what the fuck? You can finish the podcast anytime. Get me my food. And follow us on social at this heat check metrics to put on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter.